Hello and welcome to day two of Horror Fest over here at Libby's Corner. Um, today we have numbers 30 through 39. Um, some of these, again, might, might have you scratching your little noggin like, what is the game? What? But... <laughs> This is my list, and these are my feels, these are my vibes, as people like to say over at A24. This gives me A24 vibes, bro. Um, yeah, I'm not, you know, nothing has much changed, so let's just, let's just get on into this. I just gotta hit you with a little intro, and, uh, you know, alright, let's go. Okay, so let's, let's, let's get it, let's get it. Number 39 is the original Halloween. I know, I see, I can feel it, I can feel, I can feel it. I can feel people going, what? As I was compiling this list, I see that I am a bit of a snob when it comes to not just horror films, but many films. Um, there's a sort of class that I'm looking for. Um, now, Halloween, the original Halloween, is one that I dare say is, <laughs> is the best of the slasher films. I really... I really do believe that, um, <clears throat> you know, there's people that love Jason, there's people that love Freddy Krueger, um, you know, but what, what Halloween was able to do was really <laughs> set the tempo, set the, the meter when it comes to these slasher films, um, and, and Jamie Lee Curtis just knocked it out of the park I mean it's just such a good movie it is it's a really good movie um but again just because of how I've you know ventured ventured out and, and found all of these other ones to watch it got pushed way down there way down there so um this used to be one of the big bads in in my you know, in my list, and you know, when I was writing um, my little horror—well, it wasn't little, but my horror feature—like this was the type of, <clears throat> um, you know, I really leaned into when I was um, writing the villain of this piece. Um, uh, so yeah, <laughs> I love. Halloween, I will watch it many, I have watched it many, many times. I've watched all of the remakes. I actually like the Rob Zombie take on the first, uh, <laughs> the first one that they did. The second one, I was just like, hmm, I get it, but, you know, so yeah, I, I love this story and I, I just want to see how it ends and you know what's the tea what they gonna do with it you know number 38 is Alien um I think the reason why this worked so well is <laughs> it's constructed very well and 
it's we're in outer space, you know, and the tagline was in outer space, no one can hear you scream and ain't that the truth. So it was very creepy. It's very gory and like ew. So number 37, the omen, the original. <laughs> I did it for you, Damien. This is all for you. Wee! <laughs> I said, girl, did you just fling yourself off of the... <laughs> Listen, that movie is messed up. Like, it got some of the most atrocious death scenes and kill shots. Um, they really pushed, they pushed the limits with this one. They really did. Um, I know when they remade it, they were like, they were trying to do, you know, one up it. And so it just didn't work. Um, the cast in the originals, perfect. Gregory Peck, you know, like hilarious. People make fun of him all the time, but that dude... You gotta watch that dude. Um, he's really he's really good at what he does. Um, you know, it's just oh, and the little guy that played played Damien, like he was really good too. Like I'm just, just a little butthead, just a little butthead. He's a butthead. Um, <laughs> he just had that dead stare, like what, what, like what is we doing? Okay. Oh, but yeah, so <laughs> badass kids, badass kids should be like the other tagline for this film. Oh my gosh. Number 36, The Texas Chainsaw Massacre. I stayed away from this movie. Um, my, my aunt, like my family, like my mom, my dad, my aunts, uncles, they love horror films. Okay. So... Of course, that would make sense that I would, of course, love horror films as well. Um, but my aunt would watch, like, all of them. all Like, all of them. And this was one of them. And every time she, like, it, she wouldn't watch it, like, every day. But, like, every once in a while, she'd have something on. And I was just like, I can't watch this. Oh, my God, I gotta leave, you know? And um, finally getting over that fear and, like, sitting there really watching it. I was just like, ooh, so <sighs> this was just all messed up. And this was actually a take on um, Ed Yen, um, the serial killer who has spawned so many documentaries and um, docu-movies, docu-series, um, <laughs> um, Wild Bill from Science of the Lambs that character was based off of him like this guy was something else and um, so watching this and knowing what I know now I'm just like ooh this just is bad like this is just this is not good so if you ever find yourself in a um, you know, a, a town and people is looking at you sideways like you need to get the hell up out of Dodge. You need to get the hell up out of Dodge. 
if somebody asks you where you're going and you tell them and they be looking at you like you need to get the hell up out of Dodge, get up out of Dodge. Don't go there. Stop it. Don't. Oh, oh my God. Um, <laughs> 35, The Conjuring. Um, this, I saw this in the movie theater when it first came out. Pleasantly surprised. And then also, um, it was at a time where I knew at some point that I would be getting out of Omaha, Nebraska and going to California. And I was like, and I'm going to make movies when I get there. And when I saw this, I was like, oh, like I would love to get on the set of this movie. You know, like it was so good. And then just hearing about um, the cast and crew experiences while making the film. You know, this is also based off of a true story <clears throat> of um, as some epic and, and really creepy proportions. Um, this is a good movie, too. Like, I think it's the best of the series, of the trilogy. Um, they're looking at making, um, making a, a series, like a TV series out of, you know, Ed and Lorraine Warren's life. And I was just like, oh, that, that's going to be good. Okay. I don't know how it's going to look. I don't know, you know what all the parameters are they're still being worked out and they're like in pre-pre-production but yeah that looks really good i was like i i i'm gonna watch it i really enjoy the conjuring i like the series um the spinoffs meh. <laughs> meh. i'm not here for them, i'm gonna be honest 34 insidious um I didn't know anything about this film. Some co-workers of mine at the time were like, you need to watch this movie. And I was like, why? Why? Um, <laughs> what is it about? Oh my God. Okay. Somebody's being haunted. Here we go. Right. But then like, <sighs> I really enjoyed the story. I really enjoyed how it was constructed and executed but I also really enjoyed how the ambiance was because it didn't rely so much on some ethereal lighting or supernatural lighting unless it had to because there was you know those moments where that had to happen but it just did a really good job in executing reality our reality versus the otherworldly realities that were running congruent to what was going on in the film um y'all i love me some patrick wilson baby so anything he in I, i'm pretty much there i just be watching so um <laughs> he, i think he's amazing um so yeah yeah insidious is that girl it's really good it's that girl of my list like it's like everybody loves it insidious part two was good and then it just it didn't we know okay we know what happened all right um <laughs> number 33 midsummer 
You know how people like overanalyze a film? I think people do that with A24 films a lot. Like they try too hard, they being the masses, try too hard in going, well, it's, it's about this. And it's a, oh, hey, mm, mm, There's so much symbolism. And oh my God, it's about this. And, boo, 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 boo. and at the end of the day, from the very beginning of Midsommar, you knew you were in a dream of hers. Okay? Sorry if you've not seen the movie. Okay? This is a spoiler. Hello. You should know. But, um... <laughs> I'm sorry to pull an Atlanta more set on you, but you should know. Um... <clears throat> I just think that people really do. Um... <laughs> they overanalyze these films. And I really wish they would stop because it's too much. It's too much. Um, just sit back. You can't really relax during these type of films. Um, especially Ari. Uh, Ari's films. We, we don't, we don't get to chill. We don't, we really don't. We be up in the cut with all this craziness going on. Um, what I liked about Midsommar is he, is the trash boyfriend getting just desserts. Okay. He was trash. He was trash. And he was dealt with as such. Um, <laughs> and it didn't help. I was going through my trash dude situation. So I was just like, mm, let me just, mm, I can't really do this in real life, but I like to watch somebody do it for me. You know what I mean? Get that kind of gratification from the <laughs> from watching my life going down the tubes because of some trash dude. Um, <laughs> and let's be honest, the the main character here, the main protagonist, her, you know, she had some mental issues or mental, um, not mental issues. I hate saying that for mental. Um, mental illness Uh, it's not an issue it's an illness um it's a sickness and she was dealing with that and then she attached herself or you know became involved with someone who really didn't give a damn about her or her mental illness or her anything you know it was just one of those hookup kind of things um he he felt so bad so I'm just, I'm just with her because, you know, I, I feel bad. And then it also, the film also touched on trauma bonding. You know, I love how people don't want to talk about that. I'm like, is okay, so y'all going to talk about all this other stuff, but we're not going to talk about how their relationship was a trauma bond. Like it was, we're not going to talk about that. Okay. All right. I see it. You know? I see it. So it was a really good movie. I really enjoyed it. Um, it's just at 33 because, like I said earlier, that's where it is. There was just some faulty situations going on in the movie. And I was I felt that Ari was rushed in creating that. And so I'm glad that he's taking his time with his next project. I'm really excited about that. Um, 32 is Scream. And... Yes, it's it's screen. Everybody's seen it. It's good. Number 31. Um, I'm a double it with creep one and two. Um, 
I love both of these movies. I have a feeling it's going to creep itself up the list. Uh, <laughs> pun intended. Um, as the years progress. Because it is just... It's really good. It's really good. And it's one of those movies. It's super low budget. Low maintenance. And it has such a profound... Um, impact. So yeah, I love Creep. And number 30, our last of today's um, list is Flowers in the Attic. Yes, baby. An 80s throwback. Yes. I remember seeing this at the drive-in. And my, and, yep, I was probably like, what, seven, eight. Shouldn't have been watching this stuff. See? It's how it happens. It's how it happens. Um, I have... Uh, Flowers in the Attic, a.k.a. should be titled Mama You Trippin'. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And with that, I'm going to wrap it up. I will talk to y'all tomorrow. Bye. <laughs>